Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the City Gents. This is your host Craig Mack with my co-hosts King Javon here, Santiago here. Man, now, are you like impressed that I was able to get through that without calling myself the primary host? I was. Mm. I like wow. Best introduction. Does so fun. something nice about it, you know what I'm saying? I like it. Yeah. But uh, but welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we have everyone ready, locked and loaded for a new episode. And just wanted to get things started off. Uh, just wanted to make sure that we observe that as, uh, of course, it means a lot to certain people that have been affected by it directly uh, and directly. And uh, everyone has their, uh, their own bouts with it. And uh, it's just, I think, a good idea that we, you know, like pay our respects uh, to those that, you know, sacrificed the firefighters that uh, were able to help get it all cleaned up, uh, save lives, and even, you know, give their own, unfortunately, some of them. Yes, I want to say I really appreciate it, uh, especially the firefighters, the first responders. Um, I know that it was a big challenge, um, even sacrificing your own life for uh, others and trying to save others, so. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and even not just those locally, I mean, nationwide, it's, it's a, it's a huge challenge for, for everyone to have to deal with as a nation, you know, it, it kind of tore us apart and uh, let alone the, those who have immigrated over and uh, you know, they deal with the stress of that. Uh, you know, like if you call it what it is, it's just racism, you know, uh, to our, you know, I don't want to specifically say Muslim, but our, even our Arab brothers and sisters, uh, that have yeah. to that have to bear that burden. Yep, it's a nationwide thing, um, and I know that America is a country that has a lot of influence. So I'm sure it affected others even outside the United States as well. Most definitely. I mean, I guess we you know had a short moment of silence there, but um, but otherwise, uh, you know, I'm glad we took the time to at least observe that, but. Uh, otherwise, how are you, fellas, doing? Santiago? Doing well, doing well. Can't complain. Got some things in the works. And, yeah, uh, just to say, yeah, that's selfless service on our on all ends, um, not just the first responders, but, the you know, the military, uh, you know, armed forces, men and women. We lost the innocent civilians that were caught, caught in the crossfire as well on both sides. Um you know, a lot of people have uh, paid the price, the ultimate price, um, in different ways um, because, uh, you know, that tragic event that I'm sure that none of us in our lifetime will forget because we all probably can remember exactly where we were at those moments, mm. at that, you know, that moment of hearing about it. So, you know, much respect to, you know, the selfless service from all people that were involved. And, you know, rest in peace to not only, you know, our soldiers, but, you know, the innocent people whose lives have been lost as a result of being caught in a crossfire in, you know, different facets. Great point. Great point. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, do you guys recall where you were at? Yeah. Um, I was in my fourth grade class of uh, Miss Walton mm-hmm. in Lindbergh, uh, no-go before it closed down. And I remember the principal coming in crying. I'm like, what's she crying for? You know, because it's just weird as a kid to see adults in the way she was crying. Like, she was almost, like, hyperventilating. Yeah. Um, and, like, she whispered some, and then I just saw my teacher cry, too. Yo. What's, and they would not tell us, which, 
you know, I don't know if I appreciate it or not. I'm not going to read into it. They thought they made the decision that they thought was best. So I can't fault them either way. They just said, get on the bus. Um, your parents would explain to you what happened. Mm. Uh, and so we got on the bus still, you know, we're kids. I was in fourth grade. So we're like, oh, school is closed. You know, we get to leave school, but we're still not, you know, comprehending the gravity of the situation. Um, so then I get home, you know, my pops and the moms, they're home and, I'm thinking I'm watching a movie. I'm like, oh, what movie y'all watching? It's CNN. Mm. I mean, it, it's become a movie in some aspects, but then it, it wasn't. It was about news and, you know, watching. I was like, wait, that really happened? So, you know, they sat down and explained to me. So I, mm-hmm. I can remember that day, clear as day and always will. What about, you know, yourself? Yeah, I think, I think that I was, I don't remember what grade I was in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't need to... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was in school as well. Um, and when I was in school, it was a little bit the same type of situation. It was just more, more so um, someone came in and was like, hey, we're going to close down for the day type of thing. And I'm just like, same thing as you, Patrick, thinking, all right, it's free day home from school. I can kind of go home and do whatever. Um, and my mom and my uh, other family members was just watching it on TV as well. So it was kind of like, I walked in and been like, so why was school canceled? And no one really said anything yet. And then they explained it eventually. And I still didn't fully uh, understand the the severity of the situation. Um, until I got later on that evening, somebody actually broke it down. Like, okay, this, this, and that happened. Sometimes when we're young, we don't fully grasp what all is going on in our lives. Exactly. Or the magnitude right. even, like like the meaning behind <clears throat> exactly why that's important yeah uh for me honestly it was uh it was kind of a blur uh because i was so young i mean it was it's 2001 oh yeah so i'm trying to call us old huh no right. not even <laughs> he's like oh y'all remember clear no nah, i mean i was still young and... yeah you know what i'm saying taking shots <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean it was uh like they, they gave a brief explanation for it. Cause I, I remember the teacher I had, uh, you know, Miss Esther, who I wasn't very fond of, but uh, I mean, it was just kind of the first time like I was able to see that something got to her. Cause she was kind of a hard lady, but she, mm-hmm. but that day she was like, she's, you know, pretty broken up about it. And, uh, and again, like, like you said, like as kids, we don't know what, Oh, the world trade center was attacked means. Yeah. So, exactly. so, they, so she she straight up told us, uh, you know, which I couldn't expect anything less from her, but um, yeah, it was just like, like I knew that I should be like upset or like sad about it, but it was just kind of like it put a, it set the tone for the day, and then like you said, they they sent us all home anyway. Yeah, and you know, as children, still even hearing that, you still, it's hard to comprehend. I didn't really comprehend later to you know later years. You really understand the magnitude of the situation. It's very difficult. I mean, you understand something bad happened, you know, people died, but you don't really completely understand the gravity and the magnitude because you're you're kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, was there anything else anybody wanted to, you know, speak on it or, you know, have any, did you guys have any, like, direct uh, effect that it had on your life at all? 
No, I do. I did have a friend whose mom was a flight attendant around that time, mm. and uh-huh. had an extreme possibility of being on one of those flights. But I guess something happened. Either she called in sick. Something happened with either one of, with like you know, one of her kids, like either my friend herself or one of her brothers or sisters, or something happened with her specifically. I don't remember, you know, the you know the full details, but um, she didn't. Long story short, she didn't even go to work that day. But yeah, no uh, direct uh, impact to me. Yeah, it wasn't a direct impact for, for me particular um, either. In that yeah. regard. Okay. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I just, you know, wanted to, you know, be sure. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Yeah, you know, leave the, the floor open for that. But uh, but but if there's nothing more to say, on, uh, I think we can move on and at least get to a lighter note. Uh, you know, like you guys taking care of yourselves lately. You know, I, I know Javon's back in the gym trying to swole up on everybody. No, I'm trying to lose weight. I need to not swole up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not much been going on with me. Um, just you know, changes. You know how changes go. You know, changes from friendships, relationships, uh, all of it. You know what I mean? As we all like go through different transitions in our life. So I heard we that, all, brother. <laughs> all going different things. You know? Yeah. Santiago, all all things good on your side. Yeah, bro, you know, clothing line launches tomorrow. And, I was uh, just going to say M. Cali, is it? Yeah, Cali. Uh, it, 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 it's, you know, it's spelled like McCalley, but uh, it's pronounced Cali. I see. Cali don't plug it, man. Tell, tell us a little something about it, man. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't like doing that too much. But, yeah, uh, so it's Cali brand. It's Swahili for, you know, brighter courage, depending on the context mm-hmm. of the sentence. And, you know. It's just a brand just to, you know, showcase the brightness in the world and for people, you know, just to, you know, you know, wear our uh, brand, showcase their own brightness. Because, you know, there's a lot of darkness trying to take over. There's a lot of negativity. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a realistic optimist. So, you know, I, I, I do think there's a lot more good in the world that can be showcased. And we definitely want people to showcase that through our brand. So, you know, um, we're very excited. It's been a two years in the making, you know, we're learning new things every day, you know, making mistakes, but, you know, jumping over these hurdles and, you know, completing these challenges as they, and obstacles as they come across. So it's been, you know, stressful at times, but been like very rewarding, exciting. Cause it's, you know, it's your baby in a sense, you know, yeah. something that we created from, you know, the kitchen back in 28 and one of my guys cribs, we talked about it. And it's the idea was, you know, in the kitchen and, you know, now it's coming to fruition. It's like, man, we're right here. Yeah, I love it. Man, well, I'll be prepared for the launch. I'll be making sure I do my part, you know, you know, throw a little cash y'all way and get myself a shirt or something. Cool. cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but y'all know what I'm up to. I'm, I'm always in the gym. Uh, anybody that's uh, friends with me on Facebook or Instagram, or y'all follow me on there, uh, you see what I'm up to. Um, job hunt is going well. Interviews are, you know, they're coming by, and I'm getting in there, and I feel like I'm rocking them. But uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's 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 been about a week and a half since uh, since not being employed, so it's uh it's definitely taking some getting used to after having been working for two years, and you know. Uh, the only thing frustrating about it is that it, it wasn't because of my inability to do the job. I mean, it, it wasn't uh, back-breaking work by any means. So uh, it really was a nice, you know, job to have uh, that had helped me meet all my needs. And so just looking for that uh, moving forward. So 
Uh, and I think I chose to be open about this because it, it's something that I feel like I wanted to hide and like, like even lie about. And uh, when we finally got on the episode, uh, the pop-up, I thought it was, as, like I said, it was as good a time as any uh, to be for it, especially with my, you know, my friends, like, like, like if there's anything I can talk about like that, like there's no need to fake the funk and, and act like you got it. And, you know, everything is just going perfect. Cause you know, sometimes it's not, I'm, I'm not bummed about it because I recognize that this is something in life that can happen. And, uh, and it, it's not devastating. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, man. I ain't exactly calling it fun employment, but it's uh it's a nice break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but but that's good. Um that everybody is doing well. You know, y'all y'all my aces, so I gotta make sure my, my homies is keeping themselves, you know, in check. You're staying alive and staying well and healthy. But uh any of y'all indulge in that Travis Scott burger? Yeah. <laughs> nah, brother. None of that. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna let King J Vine go ahead and you know start this one off. The primary host been real quiet. Hey, sometimes I'm being quiet. I'm trying. You know, it was started off as almost a shot to me, so I'm just gonna you know hey. be quiet, sit back for once. We 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 say you gotta say nothing. You feel me? It's just. Uh... Um, but uh, no. Uh, on a serious note, I've not uh, touched the Travis Scott burger. Um, I know mm-hmm. our listeners don't really know, but. I became like somewhat of a pescatarian. Um, I am also unaware. Yeah, so I was previously. I I rarely like it's been like a few times where I've ate like tried to eat meat again, but I always like have a bad reaction to it. Um, Mm -hmm. But mostly, like I don't eat it at all. Um, So, I I mean, first off, that's one part of it, but nobody not touching no McDonald's burgers at this point. <laughs> hey. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting for it too. I was like, he's just gonna come out with it soon. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we're we're living in a society where the, the GMOs, all the chemicals they put in those burgers. I mean, not just at McDonald's, but can't even go to the grocery store. But I do understand that it was a good business move on Travis Scott part, but at as a community and as people like we can't keep putting that type of stuff in our bodies i mean at the end of the day your body is like your temple I, i've been looking at it so i'm just gonna leave it at that I, i'll let santiago i'm sure he got some more critical thoughts on it he says your body a temple preach brother brother javon <laughs> nah man i mean like i'm I don't, I can't really follow that too much because I, I absolutely agree i'm never gonna knock somebody's hustle you know i appreciate you know I appreciate the sense of, you know, the business move, but at what cost? There's nothing healthy about McDonald's at all. And, you know, I I, I don't, I'm trying to be careful because I, I, I'm not mad at him for making that decision because he's a grown man. He can make his own choices Mm. um, for, you know, continuing to uh, provide himself and his family with, you know, a good life, you know, but for me, it, it, it's a moral compass uh, that I will always look at. Mm. And, you know, McDonald's, you know, in, in chain in fast food chains like that, yes, they're starting to get do do a little better um, as far as like what they have in their food. I think McDonald's is a little behind the curve as comparison 
to other um, fast food chains. And I mean, specifically in America, because if you go to McDonald's in different countries, they obviously serve different things. They serve way higher quality. Like, yes, like exactly. even just so in I Canada. Make, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely want to make sure I make that clear. McDonald's in America is terrible for you. Um, you can slice it any way. You can cut it any way and say it any way. But at the end of the day, I feel to a point that we're in love with toxicity and in, you know, fads, we, we have a very toxicity Mm-mm. and um, gratification type of uh, society. Right. So nobody really wants to cook. Um, organic food is very expensive for some people. And it's just easier after a long day to go pick up a couple burgers for your family, you know, you know, go eat it. But you're essentially, in a sense, killing yourselves eating that type of stuff. And I'm just going to call this part and then I'm going to pass it off to uh, Craig Mack here. Hey, I think it's interesting that people decided to boycott fast food chains because of their lack of support for social justice issues going on in this country, but they weren't boycotting it for feeding them poison. I see. So, so uh, you, you're disappointed that like that's what it took. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead and do what you're doing. I'm not going to knock your boycott. Like, go for it. But, like, the food was already unhealthy. You, it shouldn't have taken them, like, oh, we don't care about, you know, you know what's going on. We're, we're, you know, mute to what's going on in the, you know, the social justice issues that's going on in this country. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to boycott them now. But I'm like, but, bro, they've been pumping y'all full of all types of poison and, you know, food that is just in chemicals that's really bad for you. And you weren't boycotting it then, right? And and that and and that's what I would agree with uh, King J. Vine. You know, uh, your body's your temple, and I don't mean that necessarily from like a theological type argument. It, <laughs> it literally is your temple. So how, whatever you put in, exactly what you're gonna you know get out. Um, that's why I've I've already I'm on 15 years, 12 years without pork. Yeah, 12 years without pork. Um. And very, I eat very, very little red meat. I actually probably don't even eat it, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. But I'm trying to get to yield level. Uh, Jay Vine's going to take a while because that chicken, boy, <laughs> that chicken be getting me. Um, but, yeah, that's just, you know, my thoughts. I'm not here to ever, you know, tell somebody how to live, but just to kind of get a different perspective. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty dope. You know, it's crazy. You made me think of something that – like it, it really is behind because even when I look at, I mean, Burger King is just as horrible. But you can at least go there and get like a they have the veg- impossible options and stuff yeah, like the that. vegetable uh, mm-hmm. veggie burger. And then McDonald's even stopped. You know, when people could kind of go to McDonald's if they have friends that want to go, you can at least get a salad. They even stopped that. I mean, I don't got nothing to say about if you buying a salad from McDonald's anyway, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Like every I mean, at least you're trying. quality thing from McDonald's at this point, they've cut off. That's like quality wise. Yeah, yeah I would say so. Uh, and Pat, you did bring up an interesting point about uh, boycotts um, because of well, racism, I guess, or, or uh, social unconsciousness. Uh, right. And I think, yeah, it was my mom actually sent me a a picture of uh, like it. The picture says like where not to spend your money. And I mean, even just looking at it, it says uh, their the percentage of their political donations that go to uh, to Republican parties. Uh, that's not directly racism, and it's not enough of a reason for me mm-hmm. not to, you know, like give them my money or something like that. Because 
I, I'm moderate anyway. I, I don't vote specific to party. Same. I ain't voting for Trump. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but even like like the list that's on here, you'd never eat anywhere. Is my point. Uh, mo- most people believe in money. Most companies believe in money, and it's just capitalistic. And, and and that's what the Republican side kind of like protects. And so, like, if you're looking like the list goes: Wendy's, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., White Castle. Don't eat there. Chick Fil A. Eighty-one percent of Chick Fil A's political donations go to, to Republicans. So, if that's you know some something that you know you have a rub with or something that rubs you the wrong way, I guess I would say, uh, then stop eating the Lord's chicken. I know it's not going to happen. So I, I think there's just better fights to fight than I didn't spend seven ninety nine at Chick Fil A because they like Republicans. Yeah, because yeah, most of those companies that you named are um, mm-hmm. some of them that you didn't name actually are owned by like the same like parent group. That are, are they? some of the na- yeah some of the names that you even said like were not technically like even on there that are owned by like Taco Bell and stuff like that. <laughs> And the other interesting thing about that is, so they there's no way to identify because people are like, oh, I'm just going to stop eating at Wendy's. No, you're not. You're gonna you you're not. You're gonna you're gonna be out with somebody. You're gonna be like, let's get a four for four. You're not gonna stop eating at Wendy's. Right. Um, when I see that on Facebook, these are all the places you have to boycott. I was like, okay, here's the thing. Um, if you want to boycott that list and you want to stop eating fast food for whatever reasons, again, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but I'm just presenting the facts. Nike also donates to different political parties as well. Adidas also donates to different political parties as well. Mm-hmm. So here, when it comes to fast food chains, um, the franchises are also included in those political do- donations. So it's not an accurate depiction of how the companies culture thinks as at all because if you're a franchise owner that's just your place you're not under the political or the you know umbrella of the corporate structure so you as the owner can decide i just want to join i just want to donate to the uh, republican or the democratic party or independent or however you you know want to donate but that counts under wendy's or that counts under taco bell and there's so many companies that donate to different political parties that that donate to the whatever that you might not agree with because of your political stance you might as well grow your own food and make your own clothes but you won't you won't so i think that fake out look stop talking to my listeners like (laughs) (laughs) i believe in y'all i I, I would love to i would love to see some of y'all send some pictures in uh if you got a garden uh i know at least oh yeah Actually, I would love to see that. Like, no, no cap. I would actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want to shoot them to our DM, uh, or if you follow us independently, uh, shoot them there. But yeah, we'd like to see which one, which of y'all are walking the walk. I never claim to be. Yeah. I don't grow my own. Yeah. I don't. I don't raise yeah. no chickens in the back. But <laughs> and I'm not going to stop wearing certain clothes be, or stop rooting for a certain team, depending on within reason. I want to make sure I make that clear. Um, what their political stance are, because if that was the case, if I want if I didn't want to do something simply because somebody doesn't believe the same way as me, does that make me any better than them? And mm-hmm. that, 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 that there's a fine line between that. Uh, I definitely want to make sure that that's clear. But we got to be careful as a society not to be so polarized because everything doesn't need to be polarized. You can 
I guess, be moderate with certain issues. And some issues you really do need to be like, no, nah, that ain't right. Um, but I, I feel like that's where we're going. Like, if you believe this way, you have to believe this way through everything. And it's just, it's just not true. It's not how people are. Most people, because I don't know everybody, but it's not how most people are. Right on. So to steer it back to, uh, you know, what we're getting at uh, as far as our health and, you know, taking care of that and uh, the move by Travis Scott to, to do that. Uh, I, I guess I didn't speak my piece, but in short, uh, yeah, I think it's a great business move. They serve billions. They put it on their sign. He wants a piece of it. If he gets a percentage every time somebody buys his little combo, then, uh, I mean, you know, more power to him. I don't, I don't eat at McDonald's. I'm not, I don't have a specific diet that I'm, I'm sticking to too strictly. I mean, I had pork last night, fried pork, but, um, you know, I, I do everything in moderation and I make sure I get my greens in and, uh, you know, I, I do my best, you know, and, uh, I feel like a lot of fed diets are kind of, uh, you know, coming in and like, you know, whether you go keto, paleo, uh, mm-hmm. uh if if you have a pescatarian diet, uh, that's not like one of the fad ones, I guess. But eh. no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. You know, like not everybody's tweeting and and posts on Instagram about it. Um, but that is where you get the um. You're kind of conscious of what's going on, what's everybody doing, and what might work for you. So uh, that also happens when we have specifically rap music. I'll just stick to that. That uh, that kind of shapes the culture, and uh, I think we made this point when we were having our breakdown session that uh, even unhealthy habits like like drinking and uh, drinking lean and stuff like that, like Future is on his he's on his keto vegetarian vegan diet, but he's making songs that y'all want to hear, and it's all about that debaucherous stuff. Sip lean, cheat on your girl, be toxic. <laughs> Yeah, leave her on red, <laughs> King. Nah, but um, uh, I guess the question that uh that comes to me is, uh, how do you guys see uh, the culture shifting, and do you see that people are thinking more for themselves, or are they kind of being drones? I know we touch on this every now and then, but I think it's time we uh we key in on it. Uh, Javon. Yeah, so I would say that oftentimes, I'm just going to be outright and say it, it's Mm. unfortunate that the society we live in today has become more so like we are drones. We got music that's coming out, like you said, like Future. I mean, we got stuff like, unfortunately, like WAP or whatever else. And (laughs) this has been influencing, you know, I'm not going to get into the details of it, People know what they've seen. What's what? But we got this type of music. But nowadays, it's become so toxic for our youth. I mean, like, but that's because I have a strong enough mind. But, you know, if I had a kid, which I don't, but if I did have a kid, man, like, I don't even know if I have them watching TV now or listening to music because it has become to the point where the things that we do see, um, not even from just celebrities, it can even be from Instagram people that's like making videos. I mean, it, it's 
unfortunate because it may not be with the image that they're portraying. For example, like Future, he has said that like he don't even sub clean anymore. He don't do a lot of stuff, but he puts the music out the way he does because it does make profits. And I mean, does that mean he sold his soul? I don't know. It's a battle of duality. I'm not a guy. You know what I mean? Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like that has some influence. Um, but when he did try to put some different type of music out, I remember he's him saying in multiple interviews uh, earlier on was that he started losing his viewerships from like his videos to his listenership as well. So then he had to rebrand back into the toxic future. So a lot of times that happens to a lot of artists. I mean, we we hear about like Kendrick Lamar or, or J. Cole because they do drop knowledge, but a lot of people don't really even listen to them. They want to listen to uh, Young Boy Never Broke, you know what I mean? Again, those type of things. Yeah. So that's just my influence on their thoughts on it. Excuse me. Yeah. Santiago? Yeah, so, you know, similar pers- perspective. And, you know, I'll use uh, Cardi B as an example because they said she only raps about, you know, a certain thing. Well, if people wanted to hear something better, then she would rap about other stuff. But people are so easily entertained about uh, with the toxic stuff, and they call it liberation and all this. Whatever they want to call it, that's what they call it. Yeah. I'm going to just refrain from commenting further on that. But, you know, she had a song I think she was talking about on her uh, interview. This is after uh, Jermaine Dupri say that all female rappers do is just rap around one thing, and that's not true. There's their body parts is, is what mm-hmm. you're getting at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? yeah, their body parts. This WAP, these biddies, that... Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, The mainstream, yes, but you got to look at it to why. Um, If people wanted to actually you know, care about what they listen to, wanted to listen to better stuff, they, they would rap about different stuff. Um. I don't care for it too much, but she just, you know, she does what's marketable. Like Cardi B made a very good point when she said, well, I made a song talk called Take Care. And that was just about, you know, my feelings and different. And nobody wanted to hear any of that. So I went back to rapping what people wanted to listen to. Right. It don't slap so, in the club. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we can blame the artist, but we got to turn some attention to ourselves, too. Like, is this all we're, we want to hear? And if it is, it's cool. I ain't, I ain't here to judge you. I ain't God. Um, I made my own mistakes as well. But at the same time, I think it's really easy to point fingers at, you know, the artists that are putting stuff out and not point fingers at yourself. Like, why do I feel like this is something I always have to listen to, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Future made a good point and a couple other artists have made a good point. Like, you know, I'm trying to rap about better stuff and people don't want to hear that. Um, People want to hear all this debauchery and they want to hear it, and, you know, so they just go by what sells because, you know, they're in business. It's what makes them money and what feeds them. So they're going to do what's best for them. Do Can I knock them for that? Not really. But then you can't try to cancel somebody like J. Cole because he calls somebody a queen and says that. But he's like, I kind of don't like her tone. Bro, what? And then I have people on my Facebook talking like, J. Cole's canceled. I thought he like called, was calling women bees and all. I listened to the song. I'm talking about uh, Snow Bluff or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I listen to something like, what are they talking about? Like, it's just it's just interesting because there's people like Snow the Product who are great uh, lyricists and people, you know, essentially still kind of underground artists. And there's other female artists who are really good with their lyricism, but you don't hear about them because 
we all want to hear one thing from them. And same thing with with the trap music. We all want to hear one thing, but you got artists that that are better than a lot of that uh, mumble rap, as they say. I guess that's what they calling it. Um, you got a lot of artists that's better than a lot of them, but that's not what's selling. Exactly, and and like you were saying earlier, uh, I think perhaps even just as human beings, but uh, I think specifically as Americans, uh, just have a privy to the toxic. Uh, I mean, even if you, you're looking on the website at, at uh, reviews for something or a place, uh, what do you do? You go straight for the negative ones because you don't want to hear everybody gassing it up. You mm-hmm. want to hear the dirt, the, the mm-hmm. thing that's because you, you perceive that to be the most real. Uh, so that's why, you know, they have uh, the, the magazines, the, uh, the little tabloids. Like those, I don't know who reads them. But for the people that do, they keep making them because, like, that celebrity gossip and, and the dirt is, is what people want to see because it's not it, – it makes I don't know if it makes them feel better about themselves. It makes them feel more normal. Uh, and, and I think that really is what it is. It makes it seem relatable. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I would really love to look at somebody's brain scan. This is just off topic. Like, well, it's on top, but off topic. Like, look at somebody's brain scan to see, like – if endorphins are rising, what somebody hears something negative, um, or how that looks like when we listen mm. to certain things or eat certain things. It's it's funny. Yeah, like see what parts of the brain lights up. I dig that. I have seen that, but not when it comes to like the the rap music. I've seen research um, from uh, psychologists um, all the way from 2018 um, from the University of Kansas, University um, of Florida, where they were also saying that uh, a lot of times, even when we listen to a music before we go to like, even if it feels to our job or uh, somewhere else, like see mm-hmm. someone like our family member, our mood can be affected based off that uh, that music we were just listening to. Yeah, um, they actually, I can't remember the study, uh, and this was a few years ago, so it might not be, you know, no, it's still prevalent, just not, you know, to the artists, you know, the top artists today, but they actually, they they did some similar like that, you know, and they even, you know, broke it down to social economic, um, like demographics and everything. And it was interesting. I, I got to find it and I'll share it with y'all and then the listeners on the next episode once I find it. But it was a very small study that I was reading about that. And, you know, the differences just based on how we try to say music is not influential to the culture, but it truly is. And, you know, history would tell you that too, as well. Because I always think, too, um, with people who are from very, very affluent neighborhoods, are they listening to that same stuff that, you know, people in different, you know, socioeconomic circles are? And if they are, they're not embodying it. Because I feel like you can listen to music, but if you listen to a lot, you'll start embodying that culture. Um, For instance, how easily you can be influenced. um, Dude from Boys in the Hood that shot Ricky. he wasn't no real thug, no real gangster at all, but he got so immersed in the part. This man really joined a gang after the movie and just messed up his life. He ended up wow. killing somebody and then going to prison. And then I think he got killed in prison or something crazy like that. And, you know, that's just one example. So it's interesting where, too, where I think, Craig, you said it's about relatability. I think that's what a lot of just because a lot of rappers who do make it, they sing about stuff that, you know, a lot of people who come from that you know background could really relate to right you can really understand it like oh somebody's listening somebody hears it. it's not just me going through it 
So I, I definitely get that. But there's a line, I feel like, between being relatable and um, promoting destructive behavior. And mm, say more about that. Okay. So there's a line where you're just being relatable and speaking your piece and saying, you know, what happened in whatever avenue about it. And then there, there's a line you cross when you're just almost promoting killing or promoting violence. I don't just want to say killing violence or, you know, drug addiction and making it cool. Because if you slip and sip and lean and people who don't understand, because there's a lot of people who just don't understand who haven't been in that, you know, that circle don't understand how dangerous like well they keep making it sound cool let me try it like you know if something if somebody mm-hmm. who you admire keeps doing something you're going to want to try it like it, it, that's why a lot of people got involved in different sports because they admired somebody so they're like you know let me try yep. it and, and they embody them they, they're worth that whether it was Ali whether it was Kobe Bryant rest in peace uh, rest in peace Ali as well you know whoever it was they you you can talk to almost anybody that's heavily in whatever sports thing they would say well this person really got me involved in it and it's the same thing with music we what we take in is and what we continue to take in is what we're going to you know project and i think some people can't separate it because they take it in too much cuz i think music's supposed to be entertainment but people can take it to before and embody it body it and i think that's where the issues are rising in society yeah, they uh they exchange it for like a doctrine, like like that's like yeah, yeah like exactly. like the they have. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And so like that's what what shapes their behavior. Like like if you, I'm I'm sure you can point out in the lineup, uh, if you're or not even a lineup, just if you're out at the bars or whatever, if you can see somebody acting out like how they normally would, you can tell who listens to just Cardi B. <laughs> that's unfortunate to say but it's facts yeah. I wish I was wrong but <laughs> you're not yeah. it's, it's facts because you, never mind but like yeah yeah uh-huh I mean because uh me and Javon uh you know went out and got some wings the other, uh, the other day and some somebody was there acting in a way that was just so off-putting that I was like you know what? I just don't have the energy to to be around someone like that for that long, let alone like be dating them. And Javon, please vouch for me. <laughs> yeah, that was the young lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she we'll was saying that. things that I didn't expect her to say. Um, but that goes back to uh, I'm going to say this: uh, it doesn't matter what somebody's race is or what mm-hmm. anything else is. Mm-hmm. You can be white, black, Mexican, um, and I did throw out the. Mexican word sense of um, race as well as like color as an example it doesn't matter like you can be influenced Mm -hmm. by your surroundings or you can be influenced by music right I don't know what she particularly was all I know is she was white man yeah (laughs) I I didn't want to (laughs) anyways um, but she started saying about like how she had like eight eight well seven children sorry and then one of the guys was like yeah I got like like me, and, me and Craig was like, "Whoa, like what's going on here?" Like, yeah. just Team the conversation. They were and, and he was like, out. They were... Yeah, so I mean, and then they were just with a group of people. But I mean, we still enjoyed ourselves. But you know, sometimes um, you never know. Yeah, and, and it's not about like judging nobody. It's just exactly it, it's merely observation. But like. Mm-hmm the the way that she was like like proud of it and bragging on it and it, it just was i don't know it was 
it reminded oh, me of like things that come up in like a Nicki Minaj or a Cardi B song, and it's like that's not. I, I don't. I just don't think it's something that should be celebrated. So it's not what they're saying in the songs as much as it is how it affects people that I have an yeah, issue. And with. Yeah, yeah, and I'll clarify by by saying like, it's nothing wrong with having multiple children, but it was in the way that she was like talking about how different dudes weren't involved in like her kid's life and how she was arguing with this other guy who may have been friends like yeah with that particular guy. i didn't know that, that for sure kind of... so I'm, I'm glad you uh you're uh that. okay okay that i get what you're saying oh, okay mm-hmm. so she had you said what eight kids and she was upset by um the fathers not being in you know who whoever the different father is not being in those kids lives yeah but talking about it in a different like a, a certain type of way gotcha. okay yeah. With the attitude and everything mm-hmm. else. So gotcha. the embodiment of someone who uh, has a lot of ignorance, let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's not... I, I concur. I'm glad that whoever said it, it's not, it's not correlated with race. Um, yeah, that's why I was pointing it out. <laughs> even like when he, Javon was saying that, like, like in my mind, I'm like, she's not acting white. But I'm like, I can't say that because that's not... But you can't act a race because but that's a good point. That's a good point because we have become into a society where uh, we associate things like, oh, you're acting white, oh, you're acting black, you're acting this or that. Like, they don't even it has black, to you know the red. word that they use. I, I know, Urban? I didn't want no. to say that word. I'm not saying that word on our show. Mm-hmm. We kings here, yeah. we don't say that word. We all know what they say, but urban is the word that they use to be they, when they try to be less offensive. Yeah, exactly. When they're alluding to when they minorities, say, yeah. <laughs> or they'll say minorities or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well. That's all I had to, to say about that. Uh, I don't know if you guys had any any more that you wanted to, to toss in, but uh, I think we can wrap this up and uh, get our viewers back to whatever they were doing in their lives. Anything you wanted to add on there, Santiago? Yeah, um, look, just, you know, whatever you like, you like, man. You, you, you're, and when I say man, I use that general, generalization. So, you know, women as well. There we go. So just clear that up. <laughs> but again... I'm not here to tell you how to live, just to provide a different. That's why we're here, Pat, uh, Santiago. That is why we're here. We're a lifestyle podcast. We need to tell these people what they need to be doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but here, here's where I'm about to keep it. Comp- well, I'm always keeping it at hundred, but you know, I'll be trying not to be like the controversial person all the time. Hey. But here's where I'm gonna get a little controversial. And if you got a problem with what I said, you can come on the show and talk to me about it. Um. When we come to exploitation, especially child exploitation, you can't use that as a reason to promote something on any streaming service. Um, Netflix really dropped the ball. Um, I won't get too much into it, but they really dropped the ball on that new uh, movie. And it's not about no liberation. Stop using that as a as an excuse, that's just tired and stupid in this at this point. Um, you know, I can't control what people who have daughters or what people who have sons, you know, choose to listen. You know, parents raise the kids the way they see the best fit. Who am I to say different? But you can't have something. What I've been very disappointed on um, my social media with some people is, you know, almost defending this. 
And, you know, I, I, I always try to get different perspectives. So I listened to the director's interview and I understood what she was trying to go with it, but she completely, she completely missed the mark. Like the mark was missed. Um, and even, I can even watch that, uh, the video that they were showing because it was just too much using the movie to, to bring awareness the way that they went around, the way they were trying to bring awareness to child exploitation, Mr. Mark, you could have done the documentary. There's several groups of people who've actually stopped a lot of child trafficking by posing as people trying to buy people and they work with local governments to catch them. And these, I forgot what the name of this group was, but they did a full documentary of them. Um, I think they're called Angel Hearts, something like that. But they have rescued so many kids. Making a movie like this does nothing, um, in my opinion. It, it, it just doesn't. And, you know, the mark, I'm going to say it again, the mark was missed. And I truly, you know, believe that it needs to be taken down um, completely because um, that that was just something I couldn't even finish watching the clip because it was just it was just too much. Some of the damp dances resembled dances of, uh, you know, from the music video WAP. It just did. I'm not saying anything about it, but they just did. It, it represented it. Um, but I had to turn it off and it was just too much for me. So people advocating it and trying to defend it, I definitely question you. Hmm. Noted. Oh, because last thing, to put it in perspective, it's like if I was part of the Aryan race and to bring awareness to the neo-Nazi party, I got a swastika tattoo on my face. How you're going to be like, what? You missed the mark there. Now you look like a racist. You, you, see, you see where I'm going? Like You, you can't try to per, try to bring awareness with child exploitation by exploiting children. Okay, I, I get what you're, you're getting at now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all I got to say. You know, everybody, you know, choose... That's just my perspective. You do whatever you feel you need to do. Right on. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Javon. Yeah, I'll close it out by saying that we got to be careful of, like, each each and every one of us, even, like, us three, our listeners, like, the the food we consume and the information we consume in because, you know, don't always just take things on certain, uh, as I say, face value, like look into everything. Um, Patrick hit it right on the head with that. I don't even want to call it a movie or a documentary because it was it was literally promoting uh, things that it shouldn't be promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, and those type of things, uh, people thinking it has something to do with young girls, um, but you also have um, other people watching it for other reasons. And Exactly. I know and I know that director said uh, whatever she said that it was for. I don't know. I'm not her, but she was born some lines that shouldn't have ever been crossed, especially with having uh, little girls do the dances that they did. I couldn't even watch the movie because I felt so uncomfortable. And it it almost made me feel like, man, like I don't want to have kids in the society that we're growing up in. And a lot of people feel that way. Just like you. Um, yeah, that's um, uh, real quick. And we've all seen it with those pageant moms and and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and everybody, especially with TikTok, like everybody kind of does that. Like they they want their kid to be the next one to blow up. And if you at, at the risk 
of putting out bait for uh for traffickers pedophiles and whoever else may be out there preying on children uh it's just not worth it exactly and last thing i do want to say is um with that so i couldn't watch the press clip but i watched the rest of the interview from the director and i try to find out like the synopsis of what the movie is about in the ending so apparently it was about you know uh, you know muslim girl kind of like trying to figure out herself with like the islamic culture you and you know figuring out you know is this something i really want to be involved or do i want to kind of like you know walk my own path and um apparently at the end of the movie she stops dancing and she realized like the exam exam uh, oh my god you got a god yeah <laughs> the exam oh my the muslim culture um and as well as you know the as they call it, this was not what I'm saying, but that's what it was called. Hypersexualization culture wasn't something that she wanted to do. So she does end up, I guess, leaving, you know, crying off stage and the movie ends there. Um, but so I did, I did do my research and homework on that to get all the perspectives, but there's just no defending that movie. There's no true defense for it. Yeah. Well, I think we've touched all the bases guys and, uh, you know, Thank you all guys for coming in and listening. Uh, this has been another episode of The City Gents with Craig Mack signing off. And Santiago, you got have a good day. We got King Javon here. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, y'all have heard enough of our shows to know what they are, so I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> if not, then you need to go back and listen. <laughs> all right, we out. All right, peace. Peace.